Hi. Good day. Good day. Welcome back if you've listened so far. Thank you. Thank you for coming back if you've come back. If you're new, then welcome. Uh, my name is Daphne and this is my co-host. Evia. Uh, and welcome to the Broken Critic podcast. Um, so should we do a disclaimer? Because apparently we should do one. I say for, you know, to be polite. Like, what What would you say? Okay, uh, this is a disclaimer. This swearing and, and shit. Sorry. Oh, God. Uh, we talk. <laughs> <laughs> we talk shit about each other and topics that some people might, you know, maybe yeah, find maybe. it close to heart, like religion. Uh, but beside that, speaking spoilers. Of religion, I'm probably gonna mention that today. Um, <laughs> I have a spider on my ceiling again. Anyways, you never kill your spiders. Like what the fuck? This is they're good luck. You keep them. That's no. how. I think the fuck not, because if you keep it, it's going to crawl into your ear while you're sleeping and lay its damn babies in your ear. I haven't. No, no, they just carry them. One of the, the skinny, long, the skinny, long-legged ones. They just carry a pouch of eggs. I've had that happen. They just hold it. That doesn't make until... me feel any better. Well, but they don't put it in your crevices, the point is. They just keep it in their <laughs> little mouth. Till they hatch. In crevices, it... I'm just like, it's going to lay its eggs in my butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> they keep it. And then you're like, what is that? Is that dust? And no, it turns out those are baby spiders. But then they leave. They stay there for a couple of days. And then they leave and you never see them again. I once got traumatized by a bunch of baby spiders when I was out taking the trash. And oh. I think I, like, opened one of those, like, egg thingies, the spiderweb egg thingies. And there's, like, a bunch Ooh. of, like, little ones, and they were glowing. The eyes. <laughs> they were fucking glowing. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that was fucking scary. So No, this was a scary summer with wasps. Anyways, yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah, you were talking about the wasps that can apparently kill horses. Uh, those are the massive hornets in Europe, anyways. But I'm talking about wasps. We've been having nine wasps in the kitchen a day, which is a nightmare for me. It's for me. It's literally flying spiders. Okay, I, okay. I thought you were okay with spiders. I don't think. Yeah, but I'm just putting be... it. I'm just putting it in your perspective. To that's, me, that's like what good. you see, spiders. For that's me, wasps are flying. That's, yeah, that's bad. So now they can fly the, and lay eggs in your. The thing crevices. is, for your spiders, just sit on the wall. My quote unquote spiders have wings, and they fly at your face. So it's 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 not pleasant. It definitely doesn't sound pleasant. But we are on topic because it is officially the month of October mm-hmm. when we release this episode. And the month of October is spooky. Season. It's a spooky season. Halloween is coming up. So in in the spirit of Halloween, we've decided to do the next four episodes, like as Halloween themed episodes, we're going to be reviewing horror films, slasher movies, uh, thrillers, and all that, all that spooky stuff. This ended up, the one we're going to be talking about, this ended up being a bit, not as spooky, ghostly, but a bit... It hit home. It, it is nice. a bit more, a deeper, it was a bit a bit deeper, if you will, even though it has its own internet history. Definitely. But before we start, Ev, I have a question for you. Yes. What was a thing when you were younger, like, what was a fear that you had that crippled you with fear a thing there's a few as a kid there was a few things that did scare me there was this plant that was attached to the wall in uh, the living room and something we would sleep in the living room because i had the bed in there and the plant in the dark in my eyes moved like a snake it was like a head of a snake and you just could kept coming back at me it took me a while as a kid not to finally get over it and see that there's a plant. But it, in the dark, it just looked like a plant 
the like a monster of a snake type of thing coming at me. And there was a which wasn't uh, some people might find this not very good. Uh, who for the people who care, like for example, my bed, my feet were facing the door, which is generally not a good thing to do. Yeah, if I, you... I, I would. Oh, my feet face the door. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> no, like literally at the door, like your feet at the door. Like a monster uh, could just come up and grab your feet and like. Yeah, it's you like know. you if it's just a door in front of you. But so I would be sleeping at the door, and then there was a corridor, and a, right at that corridor was another door and then after in that which was the bathroom and which had a mirror so if i got up i would have double open doors and a mirror which is like three things you're not supposed to do have doors you're facing the doors and you, when you wake up when you stand up looking in the mirror you're not supposed to have that and gave me creeps and i was scared of the corridor in the dark ah yours is like rational fears it's not too bad what did you fear? Going to hell. Ah, well. <laughs> well, you see, in my filthy pagan household, we were not told we're going to go to hell. Nah, for sure. Like, with me, sometimes... Okay, this is going to seem, like, really fucked up. But, like, my mom kind of made it seem that, like, if... Like, I fuck up and I end up, like, in hell, she'd be like, you know what? I'll be in heaven, like... Like, in heaven, like, if your kids are not there, you're still going to be happy. Like, it's fine. Like, if you go to hell, you go to hell. If I go to heaven, I go to heaven. If you make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. I was like, what the fuck, man? You're my mom. Like, I cling on to you for dear life. And you're telling me you're going to fuck off to heaven. And if I fuck up, I'm going to hell. So. so that was I'm sorry, but. A big if Listen, your mom, I don't think she's getting a ticket to heaven. <laughs> um, you know, that's not in the Christian fucking booklet. Well, nobody listens to what's in the Christian fucking booklet as as I've learned while growing up. So that was my, my little fear. I swear to you, every single time we do these little questions before we do the review... Everything is going to be like, oh, yeah, I had a traumatic experience to do with religion when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, when I was younger, some uh, traumatic shit with religion happened. Uh, the priest was doing fuckery, stealing people's money. And basically, I felt like that I would never be financially free. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, the church will take you. The, the church will take your money. They will and your kids. You. They'll take your kids. Take your money, take your house, hide your kids because nobody's safe out there. Mm-hmm. Even the Irish make jokes about it. Oh my god, yeah. And Savage Eye. If you're not Irish, look up Savage Eye, uh, priest snatching kids. Oh god. After I've said that, like, it sounds really funny. It's like <laughs> Catholic Church. Like, yeah. It's like, free uh, kids, grab them. It was like great though. I love that TV show Like while growing up. Right, Ev, are yes. you ready? I am ready. This week, we are reviewing the Babadook. Babadook! And the way we, like, picked this movie was kind of just, like, random. We were desperate. We were desperate. We were like, oh my goodness, we need to come up with horror movies. That none Halloween of us have watched. That we both haven't watched. And yeah. those literally a specific list that I was going through and I was like, watch that, watch that, watch that, watch that, watch that. I was like, fuck, this is going to be really difficult. Mm. So guys, before we start, this is full of spoilers. This is not a spoiler-free review. So We're talking all of it. Yeah. Unless you don't mind spoilers before you watch the movie or maybe go watch the movie and then come back and listen to it. It's up to you. But just letting uh-huh. you know. Spoilers ahead. So, Ev, are you ready? Yes. And Ev, what are you drinking before we start? So, it's the fall season. I have this, I have a, I have this, I have this gothic looking wine. Yeah. Uh, Apothic red. And it says at the back of it, I'm spilling the, I'm spilling the bottle, it says, perfect for a night with friends. 
with friends with you guys. I feel cringy after saying that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so please listen to our podcast. Please listen to our podcast. We have friends, right? We're friends. <laughs> We're definitely friends. <laughs> so, uh, yes. that's what Evie is drinking. I am drinking a Mel Blanc. Is it Mel Blanc? Mel Blanc? I think it's called a Mel Blanc. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. So if you guys want to lecture me on how to pronounce names of wine, you can go to our Instagram, which is The Broken Critic, um, and just tell me how to pronounce names of wine, because I do drink a lot of wine, and sometimes I'm not really sure how to pronounce the names. As long as they taste good, I'm fucking game. For, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like with books. This is a pretty label. I'll take it. Yeah, Ev, that doesn't always end well for you. I remember you drinking a certain wine with a cat on it, and you were like, oh, God, I have a fucking hangover from this shit. Yeah, no, no, it it was, uh, yeah, don't drink the black cat. With me, I literally picked this one because, one, it was on sale. Number two, a bunch of people were taking this one as well. So I was like, "Mm, Mm. a lot of people like it, I'll probably like it. And it's a dry red wine, which is my favorite shit. this was on a discount. It was five euros off, and it was half. I had to reach in to the shelf to get it. <laughs> right, guys. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. Let's get the show on the road. So the movie that we are reviewing today is The Babadook. This movie is from 2014. Uh, the reviews on the internet are as follows. On IMDb, it has a 6.8, which is it's okay. It's okay. And no on complaints. Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 98, which is fucking great. Mm-hmm. And then on Metacritic, it has a 68%. 86. I read <laughs> numbers. Did I say 68? You said 68. I read numbers like a German. Oh, oh, okay. 86. <laughs> I read it backwards. And sometimes I have to, I have to stop doing that. I'm like, oh my god. People are going to think I can't read numbers because I lived in Germany for too long. <laughs> uh, according to Google, the Babadook is about a single mother plagued by the violent death of her husband and battles with her son's fear of a monster lurking in the house, but soon discovers a sinister presence all around her. Right. So this movie was uh directed by jennifer kent she also wrote the movie and she based it on a short film that she wrote in 2005 Uh made in 2005 so she hasn't made like a bunch of stuff but i am glad that she she's continuing to like and the budget was two million the budget was really low but it was really Mm -hmm. good for the amount of money that they like put into it it was really good I already gave away how what I thought of the film, but who the fuck cares? There's so, more to talk about. Yeah, so let's let's get into it. Let's get into the plot of this film. So Amelia is a troubled and exhausted widow living in in the Australian city of Melbourne. Sorry, Adelaide. Adelaide, Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> it's Melbourne, obviously. <laughs> I was like, Melbourne, Adelaide, in in the Australian (laughs) city of Adelaide. Six-year-old son, Samuel. Who has brought up her six-year-old son, Samuel, alone. Her late husband, Oscar, was killed in a car accident that occurred as he was driving immediately to the hospital during labor. So Sam begins to display erratic behavior. He becomes an insomniac and preoccupied with imaginary monsters, against which he has built weapons to fight. So, what did you think of little Sam, like, early on in the film? Like, when we're introduced to him? Initially, he was like, he's fine. And then I was like, okay, maybe he's not fine. And then he just kind of grew on you. Like, what you know, did like, you think of him at, at the start? Like, like your initial reaction at the start, like, what were you feeling? Like, oh I my think god, this child is a fucking demon child. I hate it. No, it was difficult. It was difficult because kids can be difficult. Um, no, initially, the very first bit of the... Because it, before stuff begins to happen, mm-hmm. 
uh, it takes about half the movie. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, initially, it was it seemed very fine. I liked the kid. It was cute with the magic tricks and stuff. But eventually, it did. It's like, you understand why he was behaving like that. It's also the other people were causing him to behave like that. Mm-hmm. But at times, you, were, you understood it was all done just to make you feel the same way mom, the mother did. Because um, I didn't think of it like that. I generally fucking hated that child. No, I did not like. Uh, initially, I liked him, but then I just see that we were made to despise the kid because the mom was getting fed up with him. I thought the mother was trying. To, okay, okay. Ah, uh, I know what you mean. Yeah, you could see that the mother was starting to feel exhausted by the child, and you can't fucking sleep, and you have to hold down a fucking job and look after him. It's fucking difficult. Hey. Oh, what did you think about the house? Because we had thoughts about that house. Like initially, uh, usually, I usually never notice stuff like this, but this was very noticeable. The whole house, everything was navy colored, like painted gray or like a weird blue, bluish, blue, grayish. Yeah, everything. All the whole house, everything, which was very noticeable. And this is where I feel we are somewhat misguided on the nature of the film. Like, how would you mean? Uh, you would think, like, it is... You initially think, oh, it's a monster, it's a ghost. So you would you think of, like, um, the other horror movies. What is it? The like Conjuring and stuff like that. The Conjuring stuff, yeah. You were thinking, yeah. it's Conjuring based on real... You, you start thinking about this. But I honest, honestly, this... I put this movie in the same bracket as, like, Mother. Which is... It is a horror movie, but it, it's, it's meant to have a different message besides just being, oh, it's a ghost in a house. Okay. So let's continue on with the plot. Uh-huh. Um, so we're talking about that he becomes an insomniac and then he builds weapons. So Amelia is forced to pick up her son from school after Sam brings one of these weapons there. And he like sets it off in school. And then the principal's like, come pick up your unruly kid who probably has ADHD because that's like... That's like Classic. the explanation of like most schools when they're like, your kid is not behaving. He's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she has to drive over, pick him up, and she decides to pull him out of school because she doesn't like the way the principal's talking about her kid. Because rather than referring to him as yes. Sam, the, the principal's referring to him as the child. Yes, the child. As in, like, this is not good for the child. We've tried to find help for the child. The child needs a teacher's aid. Just, like, rather than saying Sam needs a teacher's aid or some shit. They're making him seem like a burden to the school rather than being like, okay, let's see what we can do for this child. And the mother's not having it. She Mm -hmm. doesn't want her child to be treated that way, which is completely understandable. So, after this... um. One night, Sam asks his mother to read him a pop-up book. And it's that called, he found. Yeah, that he found, uh, which is called Mr. Babadook. And it describes the titular... I don't know what the word titular means. Mm-hmm. The titular, <laughs> and he describes the titular monster, the Babadook. A tall, pale-faced humanoid in a like a top hat with like clawed kind of fingers long clawed fingers uh which torments his victims after they become aware of its existence so amelia is disturbed by the book and its mysterious appearance while sam becomes convinced that the babadook is real um so what do you think what do you think about the what did you think when sam started talking about the babadook so first off in uh when the kid saw the book, straight away, the, the kid, the mom was looking at the book and she was also getting disturbed. But the kid straight away is like, that's it. We're fucked. There is a Baba Duke and he was just crying straight away. Like, that's it. We're fucked. And the kid, you would think, and I think in the book it said, oh, the more you think, the more it's gonna. Or if you think it's not real, it's just still gonna come back. So the, the book seemed to make it seem like you're fucked. Once you've seen this book, you're kind of fucked. To figure so the mom straight away she's like oh no oh no 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 not this not this yeah because kids get, kind of get obsessive with certain things once they figure well, yeah. what something they latch on yeah. yeah so 
So Sam's persistence about the book leads Amelia to, you know, have sleepless nights as she tries okay. to confront him and be like, yo, it's not fucking real. You're starting to freak me out now. So soon after strange events occur, uh, doors start to open and close mysteriously by themselves. Strange sounds are heard. Amelia finds glass shards in her food, if you remember that. When yes. she's like eating the soup. And she finds glass, and she's like, what the fuck? I honestly thought the kid put that shit in there. Yeah, because uh, she's checking hers. There's glass in hers, and then she's checking the kids. There's nothing in the kids. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, the papa dude did it, mommy. So you're like, because the kid's being difficult. The you're kid saying, was really creepy. Like, the kid freaked me out. The actor for... um Great actor for, for a kid. That's a great actor for he a kid. He has no James. Wikipedia page. No, no, <gasps> Wiseman? Maybe that was such like the good... only thing that he did, but that kid did, did a fucking he, he good job. Did, he did an amazing job. Yeah. So the kid was amazing because the kid was convincing and. Very. I, the kid freaked me the fuck out. I hated him when I needed to hate him, and I liked him when I needed to like him. So after that weird shit starts happening. And the kid blames the Babadook. Amelia rips up the book and disposes of it. She even sets it on fire. She puts mm-hmm. it in the bin first. She so hid it first. She hid it first. And then she ripped it up. And, and binned then, it. And then binned it. And then she set it on fire. Because she was like, that shit fucking weird. It came back. It, it kept coming back. Fucking possessed ass book. And then uh, later on in the film, at a birthday party, Sam's cousin Ruby little soulless bitch well um, fuck her fuck her this that is the, the thing awesome. you know ruby's mom right i don't know the aunt yeah the aunt i don't know if the aunt is the mom's sister amelia's sister or oscar mm-hmm. the dad's sister that's a good question actually she mightn't be uh her sister yeah i'm thinking is the dad's sister because it makes more sense for her to be as um unlike unliking of her as she is yeah so I was thinking to myself, when Ruby was just like, yeah, your dad's fucking dead, man. Like, bullying him about his dead father. I'm like, that's your fucking yeah. uncle, you stupid little fucking shit. <laughs> and the kid's just sitting there, just wanting to cry. Like, no. I'm yeah. just like, I was like, how about that? Like, oh, you don't even deserve a dad. And then, like, uh, uh, what is it? Sam gets pissed off and, like, pushes her out of the treehouse. It's barely. not a high treehouse. It's, no. it's nothing. She's not even going to get bruised. She'll probably Well, you cry. could break something you felt wrong. You could break a collarbone. She was uh, fine. She was fine. She bleeding nose, but still fucked that little bitch. Yeah, she <laughs> fucking deserved it. I don't even know how she got a bloody nose. Um, it just, they needed blood for the show. But yeah. yeah. So, basically, he pushes her out of um, a the, the, the treehouse, and then she... Apparently, she breaks her nose. Apparently, she, she breaks, breaks her nose. Well, so she will she will need a nose job later. Fuck her. She breaks her nose, which led her to get a a nose job in the future. This this is not confirmed. <laughs> I'm just fucking about. Um, oh no. Oh. So basically, I didn't read this beforehand, so you're gonna see me be like <laughs> shocked <laughs> along the way. The Stuff we didn't realize happened. What was it? Oh, so Amelia, um, it's Amelia's sister. I tell sister. It's her sister. Jesus Christ, that's Claire not a nice sister. sister. So her biological sister is a fucking bitch. Um, and she's like, yeah, I fucking hate your son. I can't bear your son. I hate to be around your fucking son. To which Amelia takes great offense, as you should, if your sister, yes. your own blood fucking relation, goes to you. I don't like your ch- child. Your child freaks me the fuck out. Unless your child actually does some fucked up shit, you know? Well, to the aunt, it seems fucked up that, like, she sees Sam being weird and, ooh, the weird kid pushed my daughter, my innocent, pure little princess out of the treehouse. She would be pissed, but, you know, rational thinking, who wants that? No one cares what the little girl said. I can understand, like, why it's her child. She's definitely, Mm -hmm. that child is basically a product of her parenting, and you can tell. Yes. Yeah, so, 
she takes great offense as she should um and on the drive home sam has like another vision of the babadook and like Mm -hmm. having a seizure that seizure freaked me the fuck out man Mm. i was like this is not normal behavior for a child who's just having a tantrum again that was a convincing as well those medical seizure (laughs) that looks real so amelia gets um, some like uh sedate sedatives she basically begs her doctor to give uh, Sam some sedatives because she hasn't had any fucking sleep and because he, he's an insomniac he can't fucking sleep either so it's taking a toll on her and it's taking a toll on him so the following morning um, Amelia finds a, the Mr. Babadook book like right in front of her doorstep Mm-hmm. New words are in the book saying the Babadook will become stronger if she continues to deny its existence. Containing pops up, pop-ups of her killing her dog, which is fucking scary. Bugsy. And the kid. Some. And then herself. So it's like, yes. okay, this is a fucking book of uh, how I'm going to kill all of you, you know? How no, but <laughs> sorry, I- but this was the funny bit. Here's the funny bit of it. You know, though, because it's a pop-up book. Yeah. Uh, you know, for stuff to move in a pop-up book, you have to move the little paper tabs. You found it funny stuff. that she was moving the paper tabs. Because, you know, because you just see the paper, like, the little paper, her little paper person just cut it, this twisting the dog's head. <laughs> it just keeps twisting. So I'm just imagining her on the side just, like, pulling. Pulling the paper tab. <laughs> like, it's like, oh no! <laughs> it's like, keep twisting it. It adds the effect to the book. It's the like, dramatic. Ding, ding, ding. She's just thing on the side of it. Ding, 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 ding. So, terrified, Amelia burns the book, like we said before, and uh-huh. runs to the police after, like, having a disturbing phone call where it's like, it's like making sounds and then it says Babadook, I think. Or yes. Making, yeah. It's just like, uh, uh, and then it goes, Babadook, Babadook, or some shit. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, um, uh, Babadook. <laughs> yeah. So, however, when she does go to the police, the police doesn't believe her. Like Because like, they ask her, yeah. where's the book? Well, I burnt it. She was like, what was this person saying to you? And they're like, uh, I don't know, just some weird shit, like making noises across, like, Because you can't tell them, oh, he said Babadook. And they'll be like, what the fuck is a fucking Babadook? Okay, lady, go to bed. And then she starts having a hallucination while she's at the police station. Mm-hmm. Which kind of makes her think that the police chief is the Babadook. He looks great. I even face. said it when she walked in that the police chief looks like the Babadook. Like he's like a normal man, but he gives you the vibe that he is the Babadook. He already was off, and then in the background you can see all of a sudden because it, actually there's a couple of scenes where you can see the clothes looking like when you have a hat and a coat mm-hmm. and shoes at the bottom of the coat. Mm-hmm. And then that one was very prominent right in the, the police station. But before that, even it was also the, there was just some creepy looking clothing attires in the corners. Yeah, just giving the vibes. Mentioned the neighbor. They have like an old lady with Parkinson's who's the neighbor. She Lovely lady. Fucking sweet as hell. I was like, if the Babadook go fucking kill her, I'm a fucking kill. I'm a f- fucking kill the Babadook. You know, <laughs> I'm fucking coming for that shit. Literally. A lovely I mean, lady. Lovely lady. Yeah. She was so fucking sweet. This woman. Okay, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'll, I'll mention it later. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, so basically, Amelia starts to become more isolated and shut in. And she's yes. becoming impatient, shouting at her son Sam. And having frequent visions of the Babadook once again. Her mental sl- state slowly uh, decays and she exhibits erotic and violent behavior, um, including cutting the phone line. Yes, she takes a fucking knife. Because the kid was calling the, uh, the, the neighbor. The neighbor. The mom. 
Yeah, yeah, the mom didn't want to be embarrassed because the kid is being weird. Yeah, the kid was fucking scared, and rightly so, because the mom's yeah. acting fucking crazy. Like, yes. the way when the child was acting fucking crazy, the mom fucking brought him to, like, a fucking child psychologist or, like, a doctor or some shit. She was like, yeah, my child's acting weird. So he did the same thing. Oh, was <laughs> they had the sorry, but since the mom pulled the kid out of the school, they had uh, yeah. the, the ser- services coming in. Like the child kid. services basically yeah, came yeah. in, just like, oh yeah, you pulled the child out of the school, and you haven't like enrolled him into a new school. Like, we need to sort that shit out because you can't have a kid outside of school, and you don't have the facilities to homeschool the child. And the kid is just very open, straight up. <laughs> I'm oh sleep. God. I'm sleeping because of them drugs mommy gave me. It was like, I'm sorry, I'm a bit, like, dozy because my mom gave me, like, sleeping tablets. You know? You know how it is. Said, say, just said, he just said, the, said drugs. Yeah, because of the drugs, the sleeping drugs my uh, my mom gave me. And and then the child going, uh, my, do you know my dad died just before he had me? Just my, before my mom had me. Like, and then the when they were so asking. Blunt. He's like, like, oh yeah, where's your dad? It's like, oh, he died when the when he was taking my mommy to have me in the yeah. hospital. Just just <laughs> as a matter of fact, and I was just like, I like your candor. I love your candor, little kid. <laughs> and like I started to like him when he started doing shit like that. Yes. Like there was a scene in a grocery store where he's talking to uh, a little kid and then um, the mom kind of intervenes. Nothing bad was happening. He was just playing with another little girl. And then the mom was just like, okay, we need to go home. And then the other mom of the little girl comes in. She's like, no, 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 it's okay. And then um, they're talking about the, 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 the little girl in the grocery store, her dad. And then it's just like, oh, I bet your dad is waiting for you at home as well. And it's like, no, my dad's dead. It's like okay, <laughs> and it was just really fucking weird. So everybody's else expression is like he's dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, jeez, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was great though. I I started to like. That's I think I'm just trying to I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out when I started to like Sam. Like when did you start I... to like him? Essentially, I think that as it was built up, that we didn't like him when he was actively seeing Babadook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, you see, it seemed you couldn't reason it with him, even mm-hmm. though like there's stuff happening as well with him with you. And as we're seeing it kind of from the mom's perspective, you're just kind of trying like to pull things together because things are not happening your way. Yeah. And uh, and I think it's like once stuff has starting start is starting to happen with the mom that's where like the kid just seems like he's just a kid on the side like leave him be it's like he's just doing nothing that's why you kind of start to like him yeah i'd say yeah i'd say the same thing as well so her mental state starts to slowly decay and she exhibits erotic and violent behavior including cutting the phone line if you remember yeah was saying he was mm-hmm. trying to call mm-hmm. the old lady mm-hmm. next door because he was just like, yeah, my mom's fucking acting weird. Um, and then she started waving the knife around aggressively at Sam, like, without realizing it because, you know, she was losing her fucking mind. Um, and this develops into, like, disturbing hallucinations where Amelia violently murders Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, she's trying not to fall asleep. Because I think the previous night she had Baba Duke come yeah. in to her room, and essentially, visually, it seemed like he did get into mm. her. Mm-hmm. And she's trying not to fall asleep. And the kid pretended to take the pill, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's just watching the TV, and the TV you're seeing is also some. Somewhat demented, and uh, you're starting to see the Babadook in the TV as well, along with uh, the because she's watching like first ever movie type of stuff, like uh, like late night Lumiere. TV, yeah, like uh, like also like, like Lumiere Lumiere Brothers, yeah, 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 like the first one. Um, she just all of a sudden she looks at her son, and he's bleeding out, he's dead, and she has a hand like she screams, and then her son is sitting up, and she looks at his side, and she has a knife in her hand. 
so that's when she thinks she murdered him, but she's actually just like having a hallucination. Mm-hmm. Um, so shortly after these visions, Amelia sees uh, appropriate is it appropriation of Oscar, who offers to return to her if she brings him. Operation, you mean? Appropriation. Operation. What is that? Not the same thing. <laughs> appropriation. Sorry. Appropriation. An appropriation of Oscar. <laughs> Listen, guys, uh, I'm on like my fourth glass of wine, so I just I just spilled some of my shirts. I'm so becoming illiterate, so <laughs> immediately sees an apparition of Oscar. Appropriation of Oscar. <laughs> And she offers to return to her if she brings the boy to him. She's like, so her husband who died, like, while going to the hospital hospital to, yeah, to have Sam, is like, yo, do you want us to have that sweet loving again? Do you want me to come back to you? Look after this crazy kid? Or not look after this crazy kid? Just ditch the kid and have me back? And she's like, mmm. So realizing that he is a creation, realizing that he's a creation of the Babadook, Amelia flees and is stalked through the house by the Babadook until it finally possesses her. Uh-huh. So I, th- that was really weird. I was like, how the fuck did it possess her? Because I didn't think the Babadook could possess people. That's where it's uh, any type of rules you would normally have in a horror movie. It's like, oh, you're supposed to let the creature in accidentally on purpose. Mm hmm. This time, this is where it's not just a ghost movie. Because they do have rules that you just follow. Oh, yeah, you got possessed. That's it. And you're like questioning, is she? Is she not? Is she possessed? Is there Babadook in her? So that's that was weird. Because I was just like, I didn't see the Babadook possessing anybody. I think it was visually implied when it just kind of went into her mouth. I Yeah. And then when, okay, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't spoil it before I... I say it in the future. Um, realizing, okay, she realizes that it's the creation of the the Babadook, and then she's possessed. Under its its influence, she breaks Bubby. Oh, the puppy! She breaks Bubby. <laughs> she breaks Bubby's <laughs> neck. That was scary. <laughs> I didn't think she was gonna do that. I was like, oh, maybe she's gonna snap out of it before she breaks the dog's. Because she appeared to be pissed and just angry as hell i didn't see her as being like not human she just looked like an angry human when she was possessed she didn't look like this is where it's a fucking monster yeah it's yeah it's not like she has a demon in her or some Mm -hmm. sort she's just she just seems pissed and angry so she just just grabs it yeah grabs dogs and just keeps yeah just breaks the shit out of bugsy's neck sorry that's very. There was again. It's all. It's always explicit is. content. See, murder. See, for if dog. you see someone die, if you see a dog die, yeah, that's the worst thing that you can see in a movie. Yeah. Um. So after that, she attempts to kill Sam, but eventually luring her into like into the basement. I think Sam lures her into the basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he knocks her out, and then ties her up. Smart as best as he can, as best as he can, as best as he can, as best as those little hands can do. A six year old, as best as a six year old can do, yeah. Um, and ties her up, and then Amelia wakens with Sam terrified, like just sitting near her, and he's terrified. He just wants his mom back. And then when she's try, when she tries to struggle, I'm sorry, when she tries to strangle him. (laughs) Struggle, she does. He lovely, he lovely, uh, caresses her face like causing her to kind of like she she starts to come to but then she has like a little bit of a fight with herself within herself yeah within herself it's like her i'm guessing the fight is between her and the babadook and uh which leads her to like puke up this like black substance which i presumably it's the babadook which i think is the babadook um which seemingly expels the babadook the power of Christ compels you. The Babadook. And when Sam reminds Amelia that you can't get rid of the Babadook. Oh my god. You never can. Yeah, you never can. 
So I'm thinking about something right now. We're going to get to it when we're finished with this. As an unseen force drags him into the basement, she locks the doors, you know? Yes. Like, fuck. Let's lock the fucking doors. So it's the Babadook who's being dragged into the basement, by the way. She gets rid of the Babadook, but then yeah. the Babadook grabs the kid upstairs. Yeah. And then, so and then the... what happens? Essentially, they just have a scream off to yeah, tell the Babadook. Oh. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Tell Babadook to fuck off. And yeah. all of a sudden, it's from the camera view, it seems like all of a sudden Babadook becomes like this small thing. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, just quickly scurries. It's all metaphors. All it is is just yeah, uh, no, it scurries like, into the we're basement. We're talking about it now, and we're talking about the plot. It's like I'm fighting not to talk about the metaphors until we get to the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow. I yeah i think whoever was talking about like this specific metaphor to the film was like spot on yes like yeah um so basically she has like this screaming match with a babadook and it's like yeah get the fuck out of my house like leave me the fuck alone leave my kid alone so yeah and uh after saving her kid with that screaming match, Amelia is forced by the babadook to rewatch a vision of her husband's death furious yeah yeah that's Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she makes the beast retreat, of course, and then she locks the door behind it. So now the Babadook is in the basement, bottom of the house, basement. It's not trying to come out necessarily. It's just there. You can't get rid of it, as Sam says. Mm-hmm. So after this ordeal, Amelia and Sam manage to recover, which is difficult. It's kind of like a happy ending, in in my opinion, as happy as you can get. It is. Yeah, it is. Um. And then, like, Amelia is attentive and caring towards her son. Like, she's encouraging him, encouraging him towards the, like, weapons and he makes. And um, being impressed at Sam's, like, magic tricks, which are cute. I fucking mm-hmm. love Sam by the end of this I'm so- Where did he get the dove? I don't know where the fuck he got the dove. I was man. like, ooh, look at you, it's Sam. So- Ma'am, your son has a dove on the plate. Where did he get the dove? Mm-hmm anyways so they gather worms in a bowl like this is a scene which is right at the end and they're all happy in the garden like just enjoying their time and um they gather worms in the garden and amelia takes them to the basement where the babadook resides she places the bowl on the floor for the babadook to eat however as the beast tries to attack her amelia calms it down and retreats to the corner taking the earthworms with it Amelia returns to the yard to celebrate Sam's birthday. And that is what is it? the movie. Because what is it? She said, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. When the Babadook was grabbing her. Yeah. And it's okay. It's okay. And uh, again, the social, it's not social workers, but some sort of workers came in and say, oh, it's your birthday. It's like, yes. That the Sam's like, yes, it's my first birthday. What do you mean your first birthday? It was because the, the mother never celebrated his birthday because also also the death of her husband. Yeah. That she so, never celebrated her kid's birthday. So basically, I did uh, shitty research on, <laughs> on like basically like what was the Babadook like inspired by. So this is what I found on Screen Rant. So when asked about where um, she got the idea for the Babadook, Jennifer Kant, the writer and the director of the film, said that she was inspired by an incident of a single mother she knew. Her first mm-hmm. child claimed to have been terrorized by a monster they saw throughout the house. This sent Kant's imagination rolling, and the Babadook was born. So, Ev, you told me about this. Um, <laughs> you told me that back in the day when Tumblr was literally... Did you say Tumblr? Tumblr. 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 Jesus. Tumblr. When Tumblr was at its um, when it, Tumblr was like up there, in his in its heydays, Baba Duke played Tumblr for a while. It became. I saw him scarcely, but I was never inside of the Baba Duke. Yeah. So basically, there's this whole thing about like the Baba Duke is gay, <laughs> and personally, I can't I can't rationalize that. I can't. I don't know how it relates. But apparently on Tumblr and on Twitter, there's like a whole thing about the Babadook being gay. If you want, you can look it up and like dive into that weird theory. But personally, I don't. 
<laughs> I, I don't. I don't think it's uh, true. No, it's just for the funsies. Someone saying, "Oh, it's uh, Babadook. He's terrifying white family and living rent free in their basement." <laughs> Apparently, that's uh, how some people are seeing the Babadook. We yeah, post uh... some of the pictures on our Instagram of like the gay uh, Babadook and everybody trying to defend the theory that the Babadook is gay. Which for me is it's fun, but I don't think it's a logical explanation for the film. I just think it's a it's a bit of trolling, a bit of fun trolling. It is. It happened, and I'm not mad that it happened. But Ev, one explanation about like the theory behind this movie and the meaning behind it that I can stand by and that I think is the honest explanation yes. is this, and this is on Vox.com on their article article on like the Babadook. So basically says the critical interpretation interpretations of the Babadook theorizes that the Babadook is actually a symbol of Amelia's grief. Yes. Which if you go back to the beginning of the podcast and as we go through it, look at it in a way of somebody kind of going through the stages of grief, it makes more sense. Yes. It definitely makes more sense. It's so clear now what when you think it's like it, the Babadook is the grief and how she's dealing with it. It's like she denies it. It's mm-hmm. like there's like the, the more you deny it, the worse it gets. You can't get the kid rid was of like it. Mentioning it, when Sam was mentioning it, she was just like, "Yeah, it's not real. You just need to, yeah, put it in the back of your mind. It's not real. Like, d- don't don't talk about it. You're freaking me out. It's not real." So while denying Sam, it, yeah. So while Sam watches her, Amelia goes through stages like denial, anger, and bargaining, and depression in a battle with the Babadook before finally coming to acceptance of the idea that the Babadook, Babadook like grief, will never truly go away. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's... Um... And she kept all the dad stuff in the basement. Yeah. And she told the kid, like, don't play with that stuff. She was very protective of the basement because mm-hmm. all of that stuff was there. And she kept the Babadook, the grief, locked five different little little padlocks yeah. in the basement that she feeds once in a while to keep it at bay. And, and, and it seemed to me, at least it seemed like all the stuff she had in the house was somehow a bit aged more than the rest of the mm-hmm. world outside. The TV was aged. Everything seemed to be a bit aged. Everything was very, like, dark and navy. It seems like she was just stuck in the past in her grief. True. I think that might have been just like a like a catalyst to make like a plot device the way they did the house, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do it that way, but maybe. It wasn't that much of a, again, it wasn't like a classical scary movie. This was more about her grief. It was a bit more artsy, if you will. Yeah, definitely. But so they just, I don't know why specifically. Yeah, but, but I like the do. way that she, at the end of the film, she goes downstairs to, like, feed it worms. Mm-hmm. It's kind of acknowledging the fact that that feeling will always be there, but finding yes. a better way to deal with it. Because it tries to consume her, but she finds a way to kind of soothe it. Yes. Yeah. Because if she just denies it, it'll come back. Yeah, it'll yeah, it'll consume her again and start to ruin and again, her life. Again. And then she, again, she will blame everything. Yeah. Because she did, and that I think she then did end up blaming it on the kid. Yeah, definitely. That's probably what she did. Like after, after us watching the movie and finding that like article about like maybe this movie is like an interpretation of how people deal with grief. It started to make a lot more sense and it made me like the movie even more. Not that I didn't yes. like it at the end. I really, after finishing the movie, I really liked it. Yes. It's surprising. I hate Australian accents, but <laughs> I barely noticed. And you know, like at the beginning of the movie, I was just like, oh my God, I will mark this movie down just because of the Australian accents. Couldn't notice. I just, I guess we think about Australian accent as something very thick. Like, oh no, Cleo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I'm a telema. (laughs) I guess that was the Australian, but it's a. Get in the water, Cleo. Yeah. Anyways. So, (laughs) I was pleasantly surprised by this movie, and I think it is a great way to start off this month of October. Spooky festive festivities. 
um, of October. And I would definitely recommend this movie. Yes. I would rate this movie Good Soup. Good Soup. It's Good Soup. Good Soup. It's a soup. It's a soup. What? <laughs> it's like what I mean. is You have to be told ahead of, kind of ahead of time that it's a... It's not just a ghost story type of movie. Like, you can't go and say it's, it's a ghost a... story with, like, meaning. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, when well, you know, when you watch Mother the first time, mm-hmm. it makes no sense, realistically. It's complete nightmare to watch. Because it has a meaning. It has explanation why they tell you the way they do it. No, I definitely like those movies that, like, you do finish it going... There's some things that are unexplained and then you have to go look at it. I know it's extra work, yeah. but I feel like after you finish your little research or you can you can go on YouTube. There's fucking tons of explanations on Google. You can find articles on like explanations of films and the meaning of them and the interpretations. And I sometimes like that, like yeah. finding the deeper meanings in films. I think it's a part of the fun you know it is it yeah. is not it's not just surf like i guess surface level whatever yeah it's not yeah it's only it's not only skin deep it's like deep 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 because so maybe some people straight away notice like oh yeah obviously this is what it means i think but sometimes the- you won't realize but maybe once you realize what it means once you find out what it means you're like oh and then you can watch it again with a completely different outlook so ev what what uh, rating would you give this movie Good soup. It's unexpected, unexpectedly good soup. Like uh, you, you expect it just to be, maybe good shit. Yeah. I always put venom as good shit. Yeah. Like you enjoy watching it. May is a great no, but you enjoy it. Yes. Uh, Baba Baba Duke is a good soup. So this was actually Evie's weird random choice. Because it kept coming back up. Good pick. I was looking at it. Good pick. Random good pick. Random good pick. I feel like I'm going to have, like, a run with just shitty movies because it's low-key me just picking <laughs> shit movies. Like, my brother has really good choice in movies and you have really good choice in movies. So. <laughs> well, the wolf raised by wolves is, I love it. Oh, good. I like the way you like it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you like that. So, is there anything else that you're watching other than um? Again, we I guess we watched again. We watched Squid Game. Oh yeah, we just finished Squid Game. And uh, we have finished uh, so Wave of and Squid Game. This is just yes. the whole thing. We just watched that yes. on the f- side just for fun. So yes, it was also like oh, by the way, I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, Squid Game. Yes, so uh, you, you totally, dude. You were really handing out those good suggestions for fucking TV shows <laughs> and movies. It's it's my for you page. It's just very. She literally fresh. told me about Squid Games. We took us two days to watch it. It's very refreshing not to have to ha not to take a week to watch it. Yeah, I'm basically I'm a fucking binger. If somebody will binge something with me, I will binge it. So Squid Games is definitely it's 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 something to watch. It's an easy pick for it's an easy something pick. good, like an instant like a good watch. So. Because it's nine episodes, yeah. it's not a, um, you know, sometimes two seasons of 15 episodes. Yeah. This is nine episodes, and that's type of it. And it's satisfying to watch. And I guarantee and just... you, it does not drag. No. So, our, basically, our little pick of the week is um, Squid Games for TV shows. And I'm, I, I recommend watching The Babadook this season this halloween season if you haven't because it does seem silly it doesn't it does not look appealing i like the fact that we watch something which is not that mainstream at least it's it's been left on a shelf for a it's while it's been left least. on a shelf for a while but it's i definitely recommend it it's worth your time yes if you don't think it's worth your time, then fucking at me, man. Fucking at me, bro. <laughs> so it's like, sue me. Sue me then. Sue, sue me, bro. Me. <laughs> no, but I would definitely recommend The Papa Duke. And if you have a little time, 
like in your evenings and you want to start new TV shows, watch the Squid Games on Netflix. Streaming it's great. now. Netflix is not paying us. I wish they would, but you know. Oh, um, you dream. You can dream of it. I can dream, you know. Just so you know, I would sell out to Netflix and maybe Hulu. Right. Up. So <laughs> what is your so what's our social if you want to find us online? Uh, well, it's I still have not drawn nothing on my own stuff, but it's Evia underlined. What's the terminology for it? Evia underlined little thingy draws E V I J for my name. And my name is Daphne <laughs> with a small D. Daphne, all small letters. Uh, one ninety nine. Again, Daphne one ninety nine. And our Instagram for our podcast is the broken critic very simple very simple no one has it the broken critic nobody has it (laughs) i sometimes think it's a stupid name that's why nobody has it because i i think it's like for us for us it makes sense it does make sense for us it's we're not exactly exquisite exquisite at explaining the movies but we're taking our time to casually tell you yeah something about movies and like yeah. i hope you guys like enjoy the shit and you can take time like on your commute or i don't know, fucking cooking dinner or some shit or cleaning falling asleep cleaning. cleaning just to fucking have fun and listen to a bullshit podcast so um guys having said that thank you so much for listening to the podcast and i hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you again next week on wednesdays on wednesday on wednesday (laughs) on wednesday (laughs) so we'll be uploading regularly on a wednesday and next week we're gonna be no yeah next week we're gonna be doing a slasher uh, that neither one of us has seen we've not we made sure that we haven't seen any of these uh halloween movies also i've seen no description on it i saw a picture the woman had titties so i'm gonna pick that one. Oh my god i can't wait to insert the audio at the beginning of the <laughs> podcast that you sent me about, <laughs> about why you chose this film <laughs> <laughs> the huh? article you titties in the picture <laughs> It was pretty high on the list. I was like, okay, I guess this one goes to... Definitely. That's, it's, it's just slasher movies as well. That's how they work. We're watching that tonight. I can't wait. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> 80s as well. So, guys, having said everything, thank you again. We hope to see you next week. Have a wonderful week. Not too much depressing shit happening, you know. Life can be depressing shit. Midweek, you know. Yeah, man. Midweek is depressing AF. Like, you're in the middle of your grind and shit. Yeah. It's a limbo. It's a limbo of the day. It's a fucking limbo. It's a corporate limbo, man. It's a slavery (laughs) limbo, man. It's shit. (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) It's It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just going through some shit. Right, guys. Have a lovely week, and we hope to see you again next week. From your hosts, me, Daphne, and my co-host, Evia. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Hey, how you doing? Hurt you.